Hey everybody, it's Reviewables. This is my new radio voice. What do you think? I was, I was actually quite shocked by it. I got a little shock. Yeah, it is. It's a sort of morning radio voice to wake people are up. You, are you going for a job? Sleep at the wheels. You're just, are you going to use this, this today's episode as your as your show reel? Hey, my life is my show reel. It's kind but of are you going to do, do, that, do this one as a show reel because you want to actually get a job? Maybe. Okay. Hey everybody, it's four degrees outside. Make sure you wear your boots and your jackets and pants. Basically all your clothes. Don't go out there nude is what we're saying. They're uh, suggesting you don't go out nude. The government uh, has put out a... Sip, huh, what? I'm just the, in the middle of it. You oh. ruined it. You ruined it. No, Sorry. This is terrible. This is a terrible beginning. I was going to say don't, except for the docky uh, nude beach that's opening. There's a docky nude beach There's a new official nude beach. Exactly. Yeah. That's you, can hear, you can hear them whistling <laughs> yeah. at, the, at the nudist from here. There, there is How near long? Hawks Cliff and Dalkey. What's that open? Like two, day, two days a, a week. Oh, look out. I'm glad oh, I brought that, that sound effect CD. That crow is at my genitals. It's actually a hawk. I was eating... Oh, that hawk. I was eating cookies on the beach and the crumbs. Yeah, hawk, my pubic watch out for that cliff. Don't fly too close to it. You fall off. <laughs> it's a little clip from uh, The Hawk Slayer, <laughs> which is uh, an independent Irish movie. Yeah. Brackets. Nobody's seen it. Uh, except two screenings, one in a pub, which was a fundraiser. Uh, which a fundraiser to get the money to shoot the last bit yeah, of the film. Yeah, the last scene. It, it, yeah. Like, it ended and it said scene missing and it ended on a real cliffhanger. The hawk was flying towards the, the main Cliff. character. And I was, was actually, I was taken by, by the main actor in it, in this little short film, and I, I got talking to him briefly. Mm-hmm. And uh, I invited him on Reviewables. And here he is, sitting across from us. Today's guest uh, is actor, uh, bon vivant. Everyone's a uh, renaissance man. Everyone's a bon vivant. <laughs> yeah. Everyone, you, know you bon, introduce them. Bon vivant be- basically means living well. And this guy, I think he would say he's living well. But I, I was fascinated by him. And he's here today. Uh, I'll introduce him. It's Mr. Uh, Dylan Purpose. How's it going, boys? Welcome, Dylan. Looking Dylan. tidy. Yeah. Well, thanks very much. I did. Sh- very uh, happy to be on the radio show. You know. Well, it's a podcast. Uh, it's we're what? Not, we're, we're not going out live. This isn't on Two FM or. Oh, so we can say whatever we want, is that? You can well, yeah. say whatever you want, except <laughs> about reason. Paddy Jackson. Yeah, I mean, personally, myself, I, I'm not in, like. I thought Paddy Jackson and the Lightning Thief was a good adaptation. Uh, and was, was he actually done for that Lightning Thievery, or was he? Did he get off? I he, think he he got off, but um, they found they found everyone. The uh, I think everyone everyone assumes yeah. he stole the lightning, but so he was not convicted. The, I heard they found a few clouds in his gaff, and they were yeah. like, "This lad's definitely been robbing lightning." And mm-hmm. he says, "Listen, you can't prove it. I'm walking," and he did. Yeah, yeah. He said he used that famous "clouds aren't lightning." Uh, that's a that's defense. defense. There's there's no there's no lightning without clouds. That was that's what his uh, the other lawyer was saying. Yeah. If and the nimbleists don't fit, you must acquit. And then the lightning just showed up in a Lidl bag outside uh, someone's house. No one knows how it got there. Yeah. And he said. Anyway, listen, I'd love to talk about <laughs> myself. You know. Oh, would you? Uh, just arrived in your fucking show uh, <laughs> to promote me. So we big get to film. We do get distracted, Dylan. Yeah, I'm uh, sorry. Uh, this uh, is d- called d- bloody program the distractables. D- 
It's actually a way better name, I have yeah, to that's, say. That's a, it's much more apt to what we normally do. So Dylan... Oh, look at that over there. Let's see. Dylan Porpoise, actor. Yeah, I'm an actor, I'm a pretending man. I, 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 I act out scenes. If you give me lines, I will make it sound like I come from my own head. That's, you know, that's, that is quite a skill. So, you know... Because I've, I've tried acting, and give, I'm give not me good a, at you know, it. Give me a line, give me a line, I'll deliver like How about, me on. Um, the money was there when I when I was in the car. I don't know who took it, but it wasn't me. The money was there when I was when I was in the car. Whoever took the money, it certainly wasn't me. <laughs> I, I believe him. Uh, yeah, Maybe, I, I don't think him. he took the money. Although you kind of sound like a character who's got something to hide. But that's. That was that was the subtext I, I read. Maybe you know from, who uh, took the money. It wasn't Kian's, you, but you. Kian's monologue. I, I read into know, the subtext yeah. there. I added that. Sorry about that. Hope from a mind. script I'm writing called "The Money in the Car." Who took that money in the car? That's in brackets. The money in the car. Brackets. Who took, that money, who took the, the money in the car? Yeah. And the you, tagline is: You uh, somebody you, took it. Did you read this? He sounds like Dylan has read the script. It's probably it has yeah. been passed around. To be honest, uh, it's not a new idea. It's been banging around uh, the, the the halls of the acting classes uh, for as long as I can remember. I, I did write it quite a while ago, but now Dylan, come you, on, I can get you, Your your age. Uh, it says I looked up your profile. Uh, it says eighteen to yeah. thirty one. That's it. Uh, but that's what, what you do range. is I don't know if you boys are ever into acting, but uh, what you do is you take your actual age and then you put eighteen before it. I'm actually twenty one years old. <laughs> oh right, okay, okay. So, but I could play a leaving sort who stayed back a couple of years. I could play a drug dealer at a secondary school. Yeah, uh, I could play a baby in a weird film, like a David Lynch kind of thing. Now, you know them films where lads dress up as babies and uh, they just get breastfed by um, a woman with four teeth. Four teeth. Yeah, it's two of them are fake. It's fairly special kind of pornography um, where you basically hook up a set of milkers, right. uh, four titted milkers up to a woman's chest. And is uh, this the sort of acting that you've done in the past? I've dabbled. I've dabbled definitely. I've dabbled in a bit of the old weird stuff, but uh, you know, yeah, experimental erotic Ex- films. Experimental yeah. erotica. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah, hmm. yeah, definitely into any of that. And for for the people who don't know you at home. Uh, tell us a bit about your background, like how you got into acting. Uh, oh God, and uh, where and where you? I was a very, I was a, I was a very good lawyer as a baby. Mm-hmm. Um, I was always lying, and my mother says, you know, you're so good at lying, you're gonna make a, a million dollars of that someday. And uh, there was an ad for Baby Sham, uh, which came Drink. out. Uh, that's right in the late eighties, early nineties, and it was quite a small baby at the stage, um, but I was a bit of a sham. So I was cast as this baby in the baby sham and it was about the woman who desperately wanted a drink but uh, she was told her child was not allowed to stay in the pub so she hid her child in her bag Right. and I was that child. I remember that ad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I got, the, I got bitten by the bug and uh, I remember the, the director at the time saying you're a very talented baby, Yeah. Uh, keep it up. And uh, unfortunately, my mother did blow all of the money I made off the ad. I made it must have been about 50 grand. This is our money. And the mother uh, lost it all on the horses. Yeah. She used to hide money on horses. And in, they all in ran the saddlebags. In the saddlebags, <coughs> like a cowboy. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we didn't tie them up properly and they all ran off. Lost no. 50 grand on three horses. Ugh. That's, that is, but that's one of those... Rags to riches to rags again. It was again a nags to riches. It was a, it was a rags to riches to nags to poor. Yeah, but some someone found that horse and listen. Best of luck to them. They probably burnt it. They burnt the horse. 
Oh yeah, they'd be burning out horses. Where I'm from, rob a horse, burn it out. Yeah, yeah. rob a horse. Yeah, story. yeah, ride right around the place until she's shattered, and then you just set on fire. Burn the house. There's no evidence. Probably lost it on the dogs. Half it on the dogs. Yeah, some of it could have fallen onto a dog. I don't know. Yeah, that can't happen. So but then, when did you get back into? Did you continue in, in advertising? Did you go to stage school? I did a or speech and drama class when I was a child, uh, which is fairly useless. Uh, we we just used to act out scenes from Tarantino movies, and this is you know eight year old kids. Yeah. Um. So I uh, was play. I played the role of Mr. Pink. Oh yeah. Uh, probably the most suspicious member of that colorful crew. Um. And I was saying stuff like, uh, "I don't trust this lad at all." Yeah. I think he's a guard. And uh, it, was a, it was an adaptation of no of Reservoir Dogs. No, that's the actual dialogue. Well. Uh, we didn't learn the lines. Uh, I, I have actually a, a lot of trouble learning lines. Right. So uh, luckily I've worked with directors who just let me whack away and uh, sort of improvise on myself. And uh, sort of like a Brando uh, when he got lazy towards the end of his career. And uh, I've been fortunate enough to deal with very understanding directors. So lots of lines written on big signs behind your... I can't read. Yeah. Oh, you can't read either. So, no, it's, I get the interpretation of uh, it's the, just, the It's lines. pictures. I, I do draw pictures on the on the script, yeah. Like if yeah. there was a picture, if there was a give me a, give me a famous line from a film, there, lads. Uh, frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Right, I would draw a picture of my friend Frank. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At the start, I would p- draw a picture of a deer, mm-hmm. and then I draw a picture of me literally not giving a dam a, a water dam to somebody. Right. I'd be holding onto the withholding dam, withholding it, like and the person would be arms open waiting for the present. So I'd go, Frank, dear, don't give a damn, and he says, yeah, it's close enough. Wow. Well, that's probably and that's and that's that's become your sort of unique kind of style. Bit of a signature thing, yeah. yeah. He's the actor that can't learn or say lines. <laughs> I know, I've met a few like that, but none of them as successful as you are. Well, I'm not that successful yet, but you know, I'm. Uh, Big things I, I in, just the, got in the, the works. I just got the call from uh, the chairman of Hollywood. Says you may rent a flat over here because you're going to be doing a lot of work. Wow. Um. I just got a a big. Uh, a big announcement I'm going to be maybe announcing at the end of your show that I got a, a pretty big deal Great. of a role in uh, Hollywood so I'm going to be bringing the boys over I've already got my entourage ready oh that's good oh, yeah, yeah, you have yeah. an entourage I've got my entourage ready yeah the lads uh, I, I, what like I love the, f- the program entourage and the film actually was, was entourage the movie it, yes mm. um, I've got the, a little fat lad the sort of a turtle <laughs> uh, I call him hedgehog good um, an Irish spin on it, you know. Yeah. Um, I've the lad. Uh, I'm sort of Johnny Dreamy. What the, what's his name? Johnny Dreamy. Johnny uh, Dreamy. That's another. I can't that's another it. actor. Vince. Vince Vaughn. No, isn't his name Vince in the in, in the ne- show? I've never watched Entourage. I've got the, uh, the the older lad who is uh, maybe kind of past his sell by date. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's my brother, uh, who's an electrician, oh. and he's hoping to get a bit of work over there as well. So the three I of us are just going over and just uh, harass women. Uh, yeah, like like the like Conor McGregor, but without the harassing yeah, he arra- with buses he, instead he of women. He harasses buses. He's yeah. got we got fish to fry. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't be satisfied buses? throwing a bin at the woman. <laughs> He'd have to throw it at a bus. Exactly. Mm. Fair play, them, I'd say. Oh really? Yeah. You think that's kind of flying magical it, stuff, isn't it? Flying across the Atlantic to throw. Something at a bus is the sort of thing that, that I think. I think I literally haven't heard a more legendary sentence in my life. <laughs> it's pretty. Not out. since the days of I don't know uh, Genghis Khan or some of them boys. Yeah, yeah. Where like some, somebody, Genghis Khan with money. Somebody <laughs> insulted Genghis Khan's mate. 
Uh, yeah, and yeah. Genghis Khan's like, fuck this. Get the chariots ready. Get the chariots ready, lads. You'll yeah. get a couple of bottles of Buckfast. They don't sell it over there. A few uh, Bren's bread. And just hop on the horses and head over and batter them. <laughs> I think that is the, the most legendary thing I've ever heard of. Well, it's, yeah. it shows commitment to, to maintain that level of anger. The whole for, way across. Yeah. It's a, a nine-hour nine flight. You're, nine going through, flight. you're going through an in, in, two in-flight movies. Yeah. yeah. Um, what do Imagine you watch? you're sitting there watching Happy Feet 2 going like, all right, boys, keep it in your head. You're going to batter these boys. Don't mm. be looking at the penguins. Come on. Yeah. yeah, they're yeah. But the penguins are... They're all laughing and joking around. Them penguins are laughing at you. That's how he's crew. He's got that uh, mental Speaks. capacity to yeah. um yeah. to take anything and just target his anger at it. A uh, bin, a bus. So so that's that's the crack. Yeah. So McGregor, if you're listening, uh, listen, keep your chin up. I think you did the exactly right thing. Would, Wouldn't have changed one iota. Would you like to do a film with McGregor? Because he's going to end up in acting. Yeah. Soon. Yeah. He's, he's getting on TV. I called this. I called this a long time ago. Uh, McGregor is definitely going to go into acting. Uh, the likes of Hulk Hogan mm. uh, made a very decent career. Uh, Mister. Yeah. What was it? Uh, Mr. Nanny. Mr. Nanny. Mm-hmm. Suburban uh, Commando. There was a great, uh, there was a lovely amount Classic. of films in the in the early 90s which basically had a man doing the job of a woman at home <laughs> and it, they were Christ they were categorised as hilarious comedies. Uh, the very idea that a man would wear uh, some sort of, what do you call the bibs that women wear when they're doing the washing? Aprons. A- Aprons. Apr- how do they say it? Aprons. Aprons. Listen to this lad. Oh, Mr. Yeah. College. Oh. <laughs> the bib, the bib that a woman wears when she's doing the dishes is called an apron. He, he does a lot of. I like this lad. He does a lot of cryptic crosswords. I, I do. Like, that's yeah, how I know yeah. it. Yeah, you'd be good at countdown or something like that, would you? I'd be. Hugh, are you? Stephen Freud giving you hard questions. But I, <laughs> do you remember when Hulk Hogan was in Gremlins too? Uh, no, yeah. I don't remember. He that was bit. in the European version. Yeah, uh, actually, sorry, he was in the uh, the the cinema version. He wasn't in the. Home video uh, home video version. Who was in the home video version? The home video version was John Wayne. It was a man doing an impression of John Wayne. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Not the the, the Gremlins basically get into your video player mm-hmm. and they start the mucking around and John Wayne comes on the screen. He says, you may get there. I'll try and do... The, the role I'm doing is, is an American, so I really have to practice my American accent. Okay, uh, give, give us a shot there. John Wayne. Oh, oh, oh. Hi, hi, bunch of gremlins, better get your, get yourself out of that video. Is he? Can we is take he, that again, actually? Is he close to orgasm? <laughs> <Can we> ta- <laughs> Just kind of. When did we take that again? We'll do it again. We'll, we'll do it again. again. We'll edit that out so All no right, one will hear it. I'll give myself a clap. I'm sure, yeah. Are jo- we syncing video? Yeah, Joe, yeah, Joe yeah. Dante would give you another shot. This, yeah. is, uh, this is Dylan Porpoise doing an impression of John Wayne to practice my American accent. I'll, I'll give myself a clack. You, you gremlins better get, you gremlins better get yourself out of that video. Oh, that was oh, good at the end. That's yeah. very good. I got it at the end, lads. Yeah. yeah. Yes. One more Excellent. video. Sorry about the start of it, but you had to get warmed up. That's that's very good. That's a role that Conor McGregor could play maybe in the soon to be made Gremlins three if they ever make Gremlins he can make, three. He could play John Wayne. The Gremlins no, he, could, no, he could play. The Gremlins he, could scratch the DVD. Yeah, and uh, McGregor comes out with the scratch and he says, "Here, you scratch that DVD, I'll scratch yous." And, and then, then he, he beats your entire family. The <laughs> that's watching. <laughs> and then it goes back, the goes back to the film. Because because in in, in, the, in I Gremlins two, Hulk Hogan, yeah, the the. The, the film burns. Brilliant film, by the way. Burns. Have you not seen it? I have seen it, I just don't remember Hulk Hogan. Uh, well, then there, you're, then you're, in a, you're in a cinema. Yeah. Mm. They're in a cinema. Which and makes wa- no sense if you're watching it at yeah. home. 
and then they walk down and Hulk Hogan is there but he's in his wrestling gear yeah, yeah. he's all he, kitted out he, he, all, he always wears his wrestling yeah. gear and he rips his shirt off and the gremlins are and he shouts at the gremlins saying you better put that phone back on and uh, what was that supposed to be perfect impression of Falk sound like Horn. an old train controller Falkhorn Leghorn doing an impression of Hulk Hogan I say you better <laughs> put that back on but McGregor could do that Terrible he could stand up and say play the rest of this movie yes fucking gremlins and then he'd start beating up everyone and then the gremlins and the humans would have to come together to defeat Conor McGregor because he's gone completely out of control yeah, he'd throw a bloody uh-huh. he'd throw a, a trolley at the gremlins he'd throw I mean it's going to escalate he's going to end up throwing buses, buses at, at airplanes oh yeah. my god <laughs> he's going to do a reverse 9-11 where he throws a building at a plane yeah and and there'll be videos on online. It resurrects it. three thousand people. If it'll, you're going full man, reverse nine eleven. It'll, pa- it'll pause it just before just before the the first tower explodes, and you'll see Conor McGregor's <laughs> angry face yeah. throwing an airplane at it. That's what it was. It was McGregor. So um, the other Hulk Hogan, Mister Nanny, has that great scene where. Um, Someone throws the dog into the sea in the background. Oh yes, yeah, he's driving along that? his motorbike. Oh yeah. God, yeah, that's a disturbing yeah. image. Yeah, I mean, when when it was done by Jack Black and Anchorman, we all knew he was having a laugh. Yeah, and we all knew that dog was an actor. Yeah, so he he, he was a, a stunt dog. Exactly. Yeah, in the background of a Hulk Hogan film, that's just some lad's dog. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the strangest. Very thing. sad. Da- yeah, I can't actually watch that dog. film since because of the dog, and yeah. it's a bad film. <laughs> So it's really a blessing in disguise. I've no desire to watch it. So tell us, a, uh, tell us a bit about the fi- when you got into film as an adult. Like what, what films? I mean, a lot of where did you where did you train as an actor first? Did you do the Bow Street route here in Dublin mm. uh, or I, the I Gaiety tra- School? Of I acting? trained on the streets. I uh, when you when Outdoor you grow up in a, when you grow up in a in a tough enough area. Where did you, where did you go? Uh, I'll, t- I'll tell you in a minute. I'll okay. just give you an idea. Um, you'd be walking down the streets and some lads say to me, yeah, give us all your money. And you say, oh, who are you talking to me? Oh, I don't have any money at all. I swear to God. And they say, well, this lad's clearly telling the truth. It wasn't. It was lying. It was did acting. Oh. Uh, or if some lad says, uh, if a guy comes up to you and he says, yeah, do you know about that robbery happened there last week? And I say, are you talking to me, Gart? Oh, be God, No. I was at home in my bed watching my films. I'm going to be an actor. And he say, that's fair enough. You're clearly telling the truth. So I was training at an early age to essentially lie to people. Yeah. And uh, you're, you're sort of, you're, you're constantly acting on the streets. You can't, you can't be a bad actor on the streets. You get fucking killed. Yeah. So it's a, it was a survival mechanism. Definitely. Yeah. And a lot of actors search for the truth. In their scenes and in their I, characters, I'd actually search for the lie. Yeah, wow, that's your method that's is to search method, for the lie. Yes. Thank and you it, for setting me up like that. And again, that's that's why you have been called a breath of fresh air. Oh yeah, in mm. the um, in the acting community, like an air freshener in a lift where somebody just farted. Exactly, and uh, that's a that's a direct quote from Film Ireland, I believe. Thank you very much, Film um, Ireland. They're the good people of Film Ireland. But so then, when you got into films. What Myself. was what was your, what were your early roles in in Irish in Irish films? Uh, let me see. Well, I I didn't initially start in films. I started on the stage. Oh, I wow. uh, I did a one man version of the Guard uh, there recently. The Brendan Gleeson film. The Brendan Gleeson film. Yeah, the Guard. Uh, so it was me playing all the roles. Ooh, that's excellent, uh, including very, Don Cheadle. Very challenging. Yeah, I'll give yeah. you a little. Did you do uh, excerpt from it? Oh, okay. Um, 
Yeah, I thought black lads couldn't swim. Hey, man, that's some cracker-ass shit. <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah. It's like it's yeah. like Don Tiedlum and, and Brendan Gleeson <clears throat> were here. Yeah. So well, that, that's how you became. Uh, I, the problem is, I had to, uh, I had to um, black up every four seconds and then remove the makeup every four yeah. other seconds. Yeah. yeah. When I was doing that scene, so they were very taxing. But the end of it, there was some sort of a mocha flavor. People thought it was a play by the Mexican. And then you got an Obama mask to sort of towards uh, the end of the run. Easier. Yeah, towards the end of the run, I was just using my Obama mask. So people thought it was a play about. Uh, Obama and a racist guard mm. who was who was very sweaty, a very sweaty Obama, a very sweaty headed racist guard because you, you know you'd, you'd, it'd be like a plastic. You're overheating in them. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. they're not yeah. designed to breathe or do plays in. But you, but you came, you came to know because I was looking up some some of the reviews. Oh, here we go. Uh, of some do of you, your, do he's, he's going to rake me over the coals now with the reviews. Do some, you read some your reviews? Yeah, let Dylan. me just tell you something. Don't believe everything you read in the news. Fake news. <laughs> oh, really? Well, this is someone who was definitely at one of your performances because because you don't know how to learn lines. You don't really act well with others. People are you said they're scared to act with you because you're so intense. Real. And your one man, uh, your one man show of uh, train spotting. Yes, the play train spotting mm. was just you on your own screaming, "Give me some heroin!" Mm. To an audience of people, you're running through the audience, grabbing them. Have you got? Have you got any heroin? Uh, and it was reviewed uh, by one reviewer as unhinged. Yes, well, that was a that was a different that was an interpretation of that film. Really, yeah. I should have said stated that, and it wasn't in a theatre. It was at a bus station. So a lot of people uh, thought yeah, yeah. I had, and this is something that uh, my publicist has been very clear on, I wasn't actually just looking for heroin. I was doing a play about train spotting. Oh, okay. All right. And it was so in, in the real yeah, world. In, in, yeah, in, yeah. In, in, improv theatre. I mean, I, 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 have it on me, I have it on my website as that's part of a review. That's actually just, um, that was just an article written by a journalist about uh, what's going on in the courts. I saw you first in a short film. Um, Didn't see nothing. Sorry, what? <laughs> this is, no, the this guards aren't talking to you this, this time. Sorry. Excellent. Uh, you got me all rattled up. Very McGregor. That I like it. He's a hero, man. He's got energy. In the flats. You're like you're the Conor McGregor of the acting Dublin acting scene. Yeah. So you're going to go over to America and take over. Exactly. Me and me and all the boys back in Docky think the same thing. You're living in Docky now. Oh no, I was always from Docky. Oh, you're from oh, right. oh, the you're Mean from Streets. Docky. Yes, of course. Sorry, you mentioned yeah. that. Well, earlier. there's, there's. I mean, it's not going to be on the bloody tourist video, but there's some very mean streets in Docky. Are some, are there? Ah, oh, it's for them. You wouldn't go near them at night oh. or during the daytime. Right. Even the dogs, they go. <laughs> they just avoid the streets. <laughs> very good. <laughs> so rough. So, if you left your bin there, people would steal it. What? Just a bag of shoe. Just leave a bag of rubbish outside. It'll be gone in the morning. Well, whenever I leave, actually on a Wednesday. Oh yeah, it's gone, cleaned out. If you left all your rubbish out in the streets on Wednesday night, it'd be gone by Thursday. People morning. would even rob rubbish. Yeah. That's how desperate they come round in a big truck, a big green truck, and they're just fucking in the back. They don't know what to do with it. Organized it's a fucking crime. disgrace. Dylan, I first saw you in a short. I, I think it, it, it was, was very warm that day. <laughs> No, it's a short, a short film, I think. Oh, it was sorry, a short sorry, film. Yeah, yeah. I, I think meant, it was uh, for, a pair of shorts. I think so it was from the night. Very small pants. <laughs> we were up there, and the Stephen Graham playing the old frisbee. We robbed off some hipsters. <laughs> Fuck them. 
Did you rub the shorts and the frisbee or just the frisbee? Just the frisbee. Well, he was eating of it. It was a plate. Oh, fucking hate that restaurant. Frisbee. <laughs> frisbee. It's chicken wings on a frisbee and they just fuck it across the green yeah. at you. You'll end up with one or two. You'll end up with one or two, but it's the experience. Yeah. And you get to take the frisbee home at the end. What was your fucking question? I can't remember now, but um, I was going to say, the first film I saw you in, I think it was from the National Film School. It was one of those graduation shorts. So, you know, oh, yeah. top notch, obviously. Yeah. And you were playing. Students asked me to be in it, yeah. You were playing a man, a young man who had to stare at a bog for yeah. quite a while and, and remember his father. And I, I was so impressed with how you actually managed to make it look like a good film that I, I wrote down your name and I remembered it. Thanks very much. No, I appreciate it? that. Because uh, it was a terrible film. Well, I mean, that's your interpretation. Um, mm. It was a bit long. I think at 78 minutes it was a bit long for a short film definitely it should have been the feature category yeah although it was submitted as a script the script is only four pages long so it was submitted as a short film um, <coughs> and I found it very challenging because I've never been to a bog and I'm a little bit afraid of them mm. and now uh, I think you're from the country is that right? yeah, yeah. Uh, where, where are you from? I'm from the country as well I'm from is Mayo that is this country I'm, boys? I'm familiar with, familiar with bogs yeah. that was our, yeah. our, our, our first title for the podcast was going to be Country Boys Done Good yeah, yeah. well uh, I'm afraid of the bogs because um, you can walk in it but you're not allowed walking or something What's you're, the story? Yeah. you're not allowed cut it sometimes sometimes it's, you can it's, burn it's it it's ground but it's like you can drown yeah. it we should bring Jim Elliott and ask him actually he knows all about this and it's soft as well so you might sink into it yeah that and it, and frightens it, me but it'll preserve your body so you'll sink into it and, and you'll be like you'll have a stupid scared you'll die unless expression. you have a snorkel because then you can bog snorkel your way out of it yeah mm. It's a I've bit lost like a uh, quicksand in the old cowboy films. It is. Yeah. I lo- I've lost yeah. a few wellies in, in bogs. It's Have prob- you? Bogs yeah. are probably full of cowboys. Probably, yeah. Uh, but thanks very much. Thanks for remembering me that. Uh, yeah, it was an, it was an impressive short, um, I think. Uh, but I'm, uh, I'm uh, at the moment, I'm uh, like I'm looking to break America, you know what I mean? And this is me big Destroyed. break, really. Yeah. Just going to fucking ruin it. But uh, so, oh, there's so a lot of the accents. There's uh, several accents that are, they'd be asking me to do. We'd have to do a British accent, do a South American accent, do a Californian accent. So I'm, I've got an accent coach at the moment. Terry's fucking brilliant. Could you could you give us a little flavour of, of your uh, uh, a few well, of them? I've only been doing it the last fucking eight or nine months, you know. Yeah. Um, but Would you give us uh, an old British accent there? A lo- a well, well, all right. Well, see, this is the problem. People don't get specific. Give, tell me specific. East End of London. East End of London. That's sorry. East Enders, the boy is selling it's, the that's where uh, East apples, is apples and oranges and uh, have a pear. Uh, Cockney slang there, yeah. Have a pear. <sighs> means, which means grab some tits, probably. Give me a, give me a line. Uh, so I'm, I'm incapable of coming up with, uh, with lines. With lines myself. Obviously. Well, you're an actor. You're not supposed to. Only on nights out, probably. Ha-ho. This uh-huh. cold. I don't get. That. Uh, oh, uh, uh, you, oh yeah. Here, you, you wouldn't watch the stall for half an hour. I have to head down the old. You wouldn't Vic. watch the stall for half an hour. Oh, I have to head down to the old Vic. Is that what yeah. you said? Yeah. Okay. He's down London. Cockney. London. Cockney. Hey, you wouldn't watch the stall for a while like a old Vic. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's it's good. It's there. It's Let me there. try it again. Enunciation, a little, maybe. a little tweak or two, maybe. Sound, I think it'll it. It sounded at the end like you said, "I got to go down and tool Vic." 
So I don't know. What, I don't know old, who Vic is or what's going to, on with him. No, I was saying to the old, to the old Vic, to the old Vic. That's better, is it? That's to the old. Better, yeah. I've yeah. couldn't go down. <laughs> I couldn't yeah. go down to the old Vic and watch me stall. Yeah, but still, yeah, it's good. Not getting go down to the old Vic. Luckily, there's ADR these days, so yeah. you can replace yeah. all your dialogue who? later. ADR. AD who? <laughs> uh, who she? Bono's wife. Yeah, Bono's wife does a lot of the additional dialogue recording for does all kinds of movies. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're yeah. a very talented family. Oh yeah, she's very good. She can do any accent, any voice. Uh, yeah, so 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 you don't have to worry too much about it. Actual accents on films. You see, just all have the Brits to are taking good. all the roles at the moment. You see all these yeah. British lads taking all the roles. They're doing American. Hey, how you doing? That's a good one. Yeah. Hey, how you doing, buddy? Ah, time for us to get in this uh, goddamn machine and we fix the universe. That's a that's a that's uh, a flawless impersonation of a British person pretending to be an American very person. Much. Um, <laughs> so where's all the paddies? You know, Colin, me old mate Colin. Yeah. Who, what do you what do you think of the new of the Irish crop of of uh, talent? Well, who have we got? Who have we got? Gleasons. We've got the Gleeson brothers the Gleasons. and their dad. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> ever heard of nepotism? Huh? Yeah. It's what, it's what brought down the bloody Catholic Church. Uh, Gleasons wouldn't be where they were today without their famous dad. That's a fact. Yeah. That's a fact. Yeah. Um, Barry Keoghan. Don't know who he is. Young new new lad. Fair City is it? Uh, I think he might have been on Fair City. He was in Love Hate. He shot a cat. Oh, the cat oh, killer. Yeah. Cat killer, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What oh, about oh, uh, <coughs> what's his name? Uh, Jack Rayner from Transformers. Jack yeah. Rayner. Yeah, oh, I uh, grew up from. with Jack. Myself, Jack, and Searsha actually used to hang out. Uh, not to drop any names, but um, we got their uh, confirmation together. Did you? Wow. And uh, I got the fifteen euro more than Jack. Well done. Um, what was your confirmation name? My confirmation name was Searsha. Wow. And did she take Dylan? Uh, no, she didn't. Oh. Uh, that was initially the plan. But uh, she said, we're not actually made. friends. <laughs> and uh, it would be weird. So I was stuck with bloody Searsha. Dylan, ja- Jack Rayner, Jack Rayner I like, but he, he kind of, he always looks like he's in a slightly hot room. He's, got, he's very red-cheeked well, all the time. A lot of the time, we're, we're not. You have to realise, uh, when you go to America, it's very, very warm. Yeah. And you definitely wouldn't need a vest. Um, he's still acclimatising to America. That's why... But uh, he's doing it on screen. Yeah, it ja- actually, a little known fact, anytime Jack is doing a scene, uh, a mid-shot, uh, he's not wearing trousers cause oh. to, to bring his body temperature down. Uh, he's roasting. So any, that's why you're probably looking at the scenes where he's fully clothed. It's, yeah. a, like it's a big wide shot and he's dripping sweat. Mm. He's just dying to get them bloody trousers off. So a little acting tip there. If, if you're not, it's a little bit like the old lad, uh, Peter Cushing in Star Wars. He used to wear slippers yeah, yeah. when he was uh, pottering around the Death Star. Ah. Making a cup of tea. <laughs> Did they CGI slippers on his uh, character in the new one? No. They did, but they were off screen. <laughs> when, when his character was cost, off screen, they cost, CGI'd. Cost a fortune. My favourite Jack Rayner performance is when he played a time traveller in Sing Street. He, he was obviously... Uh, I have a lot he, of time for travellers. Um, especially your man... Uh, what's the other Doctor lad? Who? Can we explain that? Your man, bloody the traveller there. He's, John he's, Connors. John Connors. Yeah. Uh, although a little bit of advice to you, John. Never bite the hand that fades, even if the hand isn't fading, yeah? Um, it might give you some food later it on. It might give you some food later on. So, so you like to sometimes the hand doesn't feed. In this, the metaphor here is the feed is not food; it's acting jobs. Right. And uh, 
Don't point the hand at Don't point the hand that might not might, yeah. necessarily give jobs to travellers, but you never know in the, in the future there might be. Uh, I think Do John you, Connors so like is the, the Rosa Parks of uh, acting jobs. <laughs> uh, what did she do? They let her drive the bus. <laughs> they did. And they changed pretty much civil rights forever. She single-handedly like, changed civil rights forever. She was like, listen, I'm sick of this. Let me drive the bloody bus. Why can I not drive the bus? And they said, because you're black. And she was like, that's not it. They said, also, you don't have a license to drive the bus. <laughs> she said, no, it was the first one. I heard you. <laughs> and then she said, you better let me drive this bus. Or I'm going to create such a stink. She started filling them on her phone. And they were like, right, 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 listen, we don't want any of this hassle. And she, she, they let her drive the bus and she dropped everyone off and they were home five minutes earlier. What does that tell you? Let old black women drive buses? Exactly, we think. Yeah. So, so what's you, what's the big project coming up in, uh, in uh, America, Hollywood in Hollywoodland? It's very exciting. I've, um, I recently uh, remembered the password to my old Hotmail account uh, and I found an email from a, a video audition I sent in uh, a good while ago actually and they get me uh, they they told me that I am going to be the new drumroll please bald man the new Spider-Man in a reboot wow yeah, <laughs> wow that's very exciting that's surprising so they're going to introduce Spider-Man to a whole new generation and, uh, and I'm going to be swinging around uh, New York City writing down newspapers taking photos and solving crimes and it's it's up it's up between it's not a hundred percent done deal now. They're leaning towards me. Uh, their next choice is some other Irish lad, the Maguire. Oh right, I Ho- think um, Toby Maguire or something. Like that. <coughs> so th- th- wow. this was an old Hotmail account, right? So that's th- right. Yeah, I couldn't yeah. remember the bloody password for ages. Yeah. So was the last time you accessed that Hotmail account? Oh, Jesus, two thousand. <laughs> 2001? It was after 9-11, I remember that. Yeah, just after it. Just mm. after, yeah. Yeah. I think... Uh, I think you should ask your agent about that one. Tommy? Yeah. How would he know? <laughs> he doesn't have access to my Hotmail account to open that, anyway. Some of the stuff we'd be sending girls. Are you allowed to get blue on this? You can get as blue sure. as you want. Blue as you like. Should have told me earlier. I would have been saying all kinds of stories about myself and Saoirse. <laughs> Yes. Now, are you still stalking Saoirse? I do send her the odd message and she changes her her, her email address. But I yeah. eventually find it because um, I'm very, very determined to annoy this woman. Uh, but Saoirse, if you're listening, next time you're going to the Oscars, you know who to invite. I know you're not seeing anyone. How do you know that? I know. Because she brought her mad to the Oscars last time. If she was seeing someone, she would have brought them. Exactly. Or maybe she didn't want to show them in public. So I'm very excited. Whoever this Maguire lad, he can take a hot skip and a jump because I am excited. I know I don't look like him in a proper shape, but yeah. uh, they'll they'll do all they'll that. do all the that. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, no, I, I I deal the gym time. You know, you do like six months in the gym, just pump, pump, pump. Do you think they'd pay for a subscription to Ben Dunn gyms for you? Oh, hopefully, Jesus, that's a good idea. Actually, part, part of the package. I High always range. find uh, Ben Dunn's ads on TV or on radio. I've never heard a, an ad for something where the man doing the ad sounds like he never uses the, the thing he's advertising. <laughs> yeah. He comes on and goes, well, Brandon Jim, <laughs> if you want to get fighting fish, just go down and lift a lot of wets. Brandon. <laughs> who, 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 who else did he get, George Hook? 
that, that does sound like Jared Hook quite a bit. Um, well, Sp- Spider Man cer- certainly yeah. sounds exciting. The you new haven't been to Spider-Man. the cinema in in quite some time. I'm guessing. No, it's very expensive. You're but, more uh, of a looks like I'm going to street. be spraying white gloop out of my body, twenty four seven, boys. But this time you're going to be getting paid for it, huh? <laughs> <laughs> So uh, that's um. And so that look, look out for Dylan in in the multiplexes uh, next next summer probably with yeah. Spider Man. You, you should start. Uh, you should just start eating junk food now, because I hear when everyone whenever anyone gets cast in a superhero movie like all them Marvel movies, they just go oh great and they just eat loads of donuts and pizzas and shit because they know they're gonna get someone to scream at them every day to, to get to work out like, and mm. get fit. So Robert was that why what sculpted. Robert De Niro went around Europe eating pasta. Yeah, for that film, The Pasta Eater. <laughs> <laughs> that legendary 1980 movie, Black and White, yeah. Pasta Eater. Pastafarian. <laughs> That's good. Well, thanks for coming in, Dylan. Um, yeah, no bother. Listen, I'll give you a shout. To, uh, next time I'm in LA, I'll give Maybe you a Maybe you could call. do an interview yeah. after the film comes out. And that would be great. Tell you how it went, how wh- wh- my wh- relationship with Sears is gone. When, yeah. are you, when are you going over uh, I don't know. I sent him an email, and I'm waiting to hear back from. What was their uh, email address? Oh, just so because um, I'd like to get on that film as well, maybe in the yeah. background what was or something. Your man's name uh, t- Sam Raimi. Yeah. At Yahoo. Uh, dot American Online. Okay, I'll write that down. Net. That's good. And we're going to put up um, forward slash Bing. <laughs> dot org. Uh, hashtag. Elect Gore <laughs> is Gore. Oh, Gore's one of the well, well, Spider Man bad guys. No, he used to do horror films and he was big into Gore. So, uh, oh, right, I think yeah. he, he wants to elect to see. He wants to elect to see more Gore in films. You know. Oh, he's saying more Gore. I'm electing to yeah, watch yeah. more Gore. Yeah. No well, Bush. He hates. Uh, he hates <laughs> women. Hates sex hates, scenes. He hates any kind of uh, hair on women. Mm. All right, no Bush. We're going to put up in the show notes your Baby Sham ad, um, which we found on YouTube. Oh, so, so check the show notes. Don't be, don't be ah, that. Well, that's no. what happens when you come on a, on a, a yeah. podcast. Yeah, we dig, yeah we, we, uh, our researchers dig up all the dirt. And we also have your um, court reports. So, Dylan Purpose, thanks for coming in. Thanks very much, Chris. Best of luck with the show. So, that's our show. Uh, thanks very much to Dylan Purpose for coming in. Oh, it's just, just a, a, another word. Uh, I don't yeah. be in town that often, but... Um, there's a great young comedian uh, used to be in Republic of Telly and Hardy Books uh, oh Kevin, Edmund Kevin Salmon Ke- no, oh. no 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 he was never Kevin McGarren is his name he's playing in Whelan's on the 30th of May I think it's a Wednesday tickets are only 15 euro that's 3 points so uh, I'm definitely going to be down there and I highly recommend it. it's, apparently it's his most personal show yeah 30th of May Whelanslive.com for tickets <laughs> His most personal show yet <laughs> Apparently And I have to apologise for talking about myself in the third person there. That was just weird <laughs> That's what comedians do I suppose <laughs> <laughs> Kevin <laughs> McGarren does it all the time The sap <laughs> He really does So uh, Kevin McGarren uh, The Box Team monologues uh, Happen in, in Whelans On the 30th of May Get your tickets online 15 euros It's going to be a hilarious show He's going to have Special guest, guest Bashilta. Uh, a lot of fun that night for everyone attending. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still, I'm what still, are you doing? I'm, doing, I'm still doing my radio uh, 
uh, filling up <coughs> the top of the hour. Like we're yeah, yeah, trying yeah. to fill up the, the time before the news happens, but we don't have you're, any news. You're rolling a cigarette and just <laughs> yeah. lengthening out your words. <laughs> that was okay, that's, I get paid yeah, by the second, then the word. We don't have to do that because it's a podcast, so we can end it whenever we like. So let's end it now. Now. That's good. <laughs> Shut up, Dylan. <laughs> He's a great candor, the Perry is. It's like uh, Markham and... Uh, Mindy. Mindy. That's it. <laughs> They're recording the podcast inside the building. This has been a production of the Headstuff Podcast Network.